Hello, this is Unanimous Indecision. I'm Joshua Trubin. It is the best day of the week because it's Friday, which means we are talking Peacemaker, the Peacemaker finale, uh, finally here, and it's it finished pretty nicely, gotta say. Uh, I was very, uh, I guess I wasn't surprised given that's James Gunn, but I was very pleased. Um... And so uh, that, since that's all I'm going to be talking about today, I imagine this will probably be a pretty short show. Uh, but just as a reminder to everyone that there's many different formats, uh, different formats. You can listen to this show on many different uh, programs, whatever you want to call it, applications, uh, avenues. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are sold free. You can also join us live on twitch.tv slash unanimous association and uh, do you share your thoughts and theories in the live chat uh, about whatever it is we are talking about. Uh, this will probably be the last time we're talking about Peacemaker until season two comes out, I guess. Um, but gotta say the conclusion. Oh, by the way, I will be spoiling this show as I always do because uh, I just want to talk about it in its fullest. Uh, but I gotta say this show ended in a very satisfying way. I know I've kind of been talking a little bit negative about it uh pretty week to week pretty frequently uh but it, it wrapped up in a very pleasing way um it tied everything up in a nice little bow in episode seven it dealt with uh peacemaker's father really well and then in episode eight it wrapped up the butterflies nicely as well uh and we got some really fun cameos towards the end of the episode um that make a lot of sense i I know there's some debate about it maybe maybe not (laughs) um but yeah they dealt with all the butterflies killed them all um and peacemaker it it was it's done a really good way because like it was the show very much accentuates uh peacemakers what makes peacemaker a superhero is also his biggest flaw, which is his devotion to peace. Um, it's it's too great, um, and it makes him not such a good guy. But in this episode, we kind of find out that the the butterflies are uh, pretty similar in methodology that. Uh, they they want to everyone's got to follow the rules <laughs> no way about it and uh he decides that now he he's had a nice character development through the season and that he has he's changed um he he, he now has a reason to maybe make an exception of not following the rules and that's to protect the people you care about and uh, I, I, that's a sweet story. It's nice. Um, they also rounded up Economist's character, uh, where he kind of had a an acceptance about his physical appearance <laughs> and him dyeing his beard but being lazy about it. And then it was kind of crazy that everyone survived the episode because vigilante gets like shot in the back 
Harcourt gets really messed up. Like, I think she gets her throat cut, or is that she gets shot also or something? So yeah, everyone's getting shot. Economos breaks his leg. That that was such a funny scene um, of him breaking his leg. And then Adebayo really steps it up and uh, she kind of is her mother's daughter to a certain extent, you know? She, she's a tough woman. And then, um, and then the Justice League showed up. <laughs> uh, or Aquaman and the Flash showed up and then two CG characters showed up of Wonder Woman and Superman. Interesting that they didn't use Batman. Pretty sure it's because they don't want to confuse people with Robert Pattinson's Batman. But, uh, I mean, it was just a silhouette anyways. Like, I didn't think they were there. I don't know. Noted. Uh, but, yeah, it was cool that Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller were included in a, this project, uh, even if it was just for a short time. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense that Amanda Waller would call in the Justice League per the request of the team. Uh, I was kind of talking about it a little bit with Ian, and he wrote it really well. Um, so I want to try and find what he was saying to me. Um, see if I can paraphrase it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, Amanda Waller, A, doesn't really care about the suicide squad she doesn't care about task force x she doesn't care about any of these people who kind of betrayed her in the suicide squad a little bit um like they're mostly all criminals and so dying is kind of it doesn't matter <laughs> um i mean considering she's putting a bomb in their heads to kind of ensure they die if they don't do the mission uh but this time her daughter is in the mission so she definitely wants her daughter to survive um so definitely makes sense there but uh i also think the bigger thing is the motivation behind the different missions in suicide squad or the suicide squad um hey how's it going boulder how are you doing good to see you again um but basically as opposed to the suicide squad movies in this one, in the Suicide Squad movies, she's kind of covering stuff up. Yes, she's partially, she definitely like wants the problem to be solved. But the important part is also that she covers up the government's actions in, in the problem's existence. For example, in Suicide Squad 1, it's kind of her fault that Enchantress gets left, let off the leash. And then in the Suicide Squad, it was the government. The she was trying to maintain a cover up of the government's involvement of the Starfish program. And so the mission was actually just to cover it up. It wasn't even to stop the Starfish, which is kind of crazy. And then the team decides, no, we actually are gonna save these people. Um, but like that's not what the mission's about and as opposed to this one in peacemaker uh the mission is completely to stop the butterflies it doesn't matter whether it's peacemaker and this task force stopping it, it doesn't matter whether it's a different task force x or it doesn't matter even if it's the justice league but the butterflies need to be stopped 
And so, yeah, it's an easy call, I think, for Amanda Waller to make, especially when her daughter's there. But that this is just kind of a, a brute force thing. She's not trying to be subtle about it at all. She just needs to close the case. So it's an easy call to make the to have the superheroes snooping around if what they're going to find just needs to be eradicated. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought it was thought it was pretty good. Um, trying to think what else. I don't know. I mean, overall, talking overall about the show, I'm still like, <laughs> I'm never going to rewatch this show. Uh, to me, it, it's this very fine line between it almost feels campy. And I know a lot of people use the word campy as a negative thing. I, I tend to like a lot of things that are campy. But most of the things that are campy are also kind of wholesome. <laughs> and while uh, Peacemaker might have wholesome themes, it doesn't have a wholesome way of getting there. <laughs> uh, it's hyper-violent as well as crude and uh, sometimes tough to watch. And so it's a weird combination of it being campy and also like super R-rated. <laughs> and I don't know, it just wasn't a combination that really fit with me. Um, I mean, a lot of other people like it. Uh, one of my coworkers was telling me that he stopped watching the show, but he was going to go back and finish it because he heard how the last few episodes are rated, which I agree, the last few episodes ended pretty strong i mean about halfway through the season i was very confused about where we were going i was like what what's kind of the point of telling this story and i, I didn't quite understand it at the time but we eventually did get there um yeah these last three episodes being rated over a nine 9.0 9.1 .9 and 9.4 um on imdb and the rest of the show, I mean, is all well over 8, almost 8.5 for every episode. So, like, it's a pretty highly uh, highly rated, highly respected show. But it is a genre thing that didn't mesh well for me. That it kind of had, like, the tone of being campy while being extremely R-rated. <laughs> and I don't know. It's a weird combination in my eyes. Maybe um, I do think... As the season went, it meshed better into that combination. I, I think the first couple episodes were, were very strange. Um, and by the end of the show, it, it maybe worked. Um, and I'm happy that they just like, every, it felt like everything mattered that they introduced, which, which was really good. Every little detail from every episode all culminated into the finale. Uh, kind of except for Judo Master, who just kind of left. Like, I don't even know why he was really in the finale. He wasn't, like, doing anything related to them. So I think that's kind of weird. But, like, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, shoot, I left my water in the other room. Oh, well, this won't be that long of an episode. Uh, what else can I say? Like I said, it would be a short episode. I mean, it's just me talking about the last episode of Peacemaker. I mean, the acting's all terrific. Um, 
uh, J- James Gunn did a ter- terrific job uh, in storytelling. Um, and the action's all great. I don't know. There, there's not a whole lot I can really complain about it other than just like that that one thing just not meshing well for me. Because it's like I, I definitely see it being of a high quality and uh, it's a good story by the end of it. It's definitely a good story, but just a weird tone combination. I don't know. Just didn't sit well, but it's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's fun. Peacemaker's kind of always been a joke character. So, you know, it's it's cool that he's getting his day in the sun. I'm very curious to know what James Gunn future DC projects are because he keeps talking that he's do, working on other stuff. Obviously, we know we're getting a Peacemaker season two, but I'm kind of expecting there to be another movie in the future. I don't know if that's a Suicide Squad 3 or if it's some other project, maybe some other obscure hero villain. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm still excited for Guardians 3 before all that. So, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, James Gunn did a terrific job with this, and I I get why he's so attached to it, Uh, but it's it's an interesting tone to tell a story in. Campy, but rated R, super rated R, not even a little bit. Granted, I think it kind of worked because I guess I guess the Suicide Squad was kind of campy, but I don't know. This was a lot more campy. Like that was a little campy, and this was a lot campy. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was just a tad too much, probably. I don't know. Uh, wow, this is disappointing that this is this short of an episode, but it is kind of bringing up a point that i don't really know what geek show i'm gonna be watching the next six weeks it feels like um because the next one i really know about is moon Knight, which is until march 30th which means it'll be an april 1st episode uh which is one two three four five yeah that's six weeks away Yeah, six weeks until Moon Knight. And so, I don't know, we might just go back to having uh, one episode a week, which will be the Wednesday show, of course. There's no stopping that one. Uh, This Wednesday, we are reviewing Uncharted. Uh, I've heard some mixed things. Uh, I heard from some people it disappointed their expectations, and from other people it was pretty good. Uh, so I, I can't wait to see it. I've never played the Uncharted game, so I hope it's a good one. And then, so that'll be Wednesday, as well as talking about the movie news, as I do every week. We'll keep the Wednesday shows going, uh, especially since we've got some really good movies coming up these next six weeks, I think. Um, let me check. Let's see, I said Uncharted. And there's that Cyrano remake, uh, the Batman turning red. And then I don't know what will be after that potentially. Uh, so, so there's some good ones in March to be excited about. But I think April's the month to really get excited. I could be wrong. 
uh, what is happening? Yeah, I, I think uh, April is the bigger month. With oh yeah, April is going to be a huge month, man. That's going to be so exciting. I can't wait for it. Uh, in April, we've got Morbius, Sonic Two, Ambulance, Fantastic Beast Three, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I'm, I'm super excited. And then shortly after that, Doctor Strange Two. Like that. Once we get to April, we'll be moving. But March should be a good month as well. Uh, but yeah, if anyone has any suggestions of shows I should watch and review um, next week or any time over the next six weeks, <laughs> um, hopefully a new show uh, or newish show. Because um, the only thing I'm really watching is Raised by Wolves, and I understand there's probably not that many people watching that. So, uh, I mean, I'd love to talk about that show, but I don't think people are that interested in it. Uh, so I won't, but it's, an, it's a very philosophical show in my mind. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we'll continue the Wednesday shows for the next six weeks. And unless I can think of a show or someone suggests me a show, um, then I guess uh, the Friday shows will come to a halt until, I mean, I guess I could do Young Justice if Young Justice starts back up, but I don't know. The thing I kind of learned about Young Justice while I was doing it is it wasn't really enough on its own. Kind of like Peacemaker right now. Like this is a really short show. I'm, I haven't even been talking about the show for the last five minutes. Uh <laughs> I've just been talking about the Friday shows in general. That is kind of hard to just talk about one show or one movie. That, that's what makes the Wednesday shows great is that we're talking about a ton of movie news. Uh, what was I going to look up? I was going to look up Young Justice's release date. So like it'd kind of be perfect to get another show in combination with Young Justice. Uh, that, that would be nice, but... I don't know if Young Justice is coming back this next week. I would think it would, but I don't know for sure. And so that's going to be the Friday show for the next six weeks. Um, otherwise, we'll be back with Moon Knight. Super excited for that. Um, otherwise, we will be getting uh, Wednesday shows. Like I said, a lot of good movies coming up. Uncharted this Wednesday. Uh, if you enjoy just video game Twitch streams, I'll be doing that all the time as well. So there will be stuff, just not always necessarily directly for the podcast. Uh, so I'm going to wrap it up here. Overall thoughts on Peacemaker, kind of meh, but I'm happy it wrapped up in a nice little bow. Uh, it, it ended very satisfying, even if I think some of the middle dragged a little bit. Um, yeah, see you on Wednesday talking Uncharted and movie news. I'm Joshua Truth, Disney Name is Indecision. We'll catch you next time.